I've been on this entrepreneurial journey for a little over a year now, and I've learned more in that time than I have in the previous 40 plus years about what it means to live a life of value. I've learned so much about what we as parents and as human beings are capable of. And I want to share my story and all those lessons to inspire parents to live their best lives so that they, in turn, can inspire their kids to do the same. And I want to teach my kids not to take life so seriously all the time. And farts are funny. Well, yes, indeed, my friend, it's going to be that kind of episode. I love teaching. I love getting serious. But I want you to know, you got to know right here early on that here on Dramatic Dad, sometimes we're just going to get silly. That's who I am. I want to be able to teach. I want to be able to, to be serious. And I definitely have some real serious messages, things that I want to deliver to you that have a, a very somber tone. But that's not what I'm all about all the time. Sometimes we just get weird. I'm a regular guy, regular dude, regular dad here living in the suburbs, locking myself in a room a couple times a week to podcast to deliver this show to you. And that's what's happening right now. So this is episode three of Dramatic Dad. And as promised, I'm going to get into business. I'm going to get straight down to business and talk about exactly what it is that I'm trying to build from a business perspective. I think we've covered a lot on the podcasting side. If you look back in my back catalog, you can see that I've done plenty of podcasting. I've got that part down. I've got that side of my business running pretty smoothly. But now it's time to get real and make some money, put some dollars in the pocket so I can do this more often. That's really what it's all about. It's not about making money for the sake of making money. It's about making money so we can continue to do the things we like to do. I love to podcast. I love to talk travel. I love to create. And right now I'm doing that almost exclusively on my personal time, which sometimes means late nights and weekends and early mornings. I don't want to have to do that forever. That's not sustainable. So it's time to take this thing to the next level, start earning some income that's going to buy me the time and the freedom to, to grow my business, spend the type of quality time with my family that I want to, and create that dream life that I'm always talking about. So let's get into it. I'm going to get real specific about some of the things that I'm looking to build from a business perspective. One reason I want to share that with you is just for accountability's sake. I want to put some real firm intentions out into the world about what it is I want to do, what it is I want to create, so that I can't just decide to take the day off because nobody's watching. I've got people that are going to hold me accountable. And number two, which is far more important than accountability, I want to put my intentions out in the world so that you can follow along and see what's working and what's not working so that when you decide to start a business or make that dramatic change in your life that you've got a blueprint, something to, to follow along. And when you're getting started, you can say, Hey, Aaron told me all about this and he said it worked great. I'm going to do what he said and follow his advice on this. Or on the flip side, you can say, Ooh, Aaron told me about this thing that I'm thinking about doing. He said it didn't work so great. Maybe I'll try something else. Hopefully the things that I learn and the things that I tell you about along my journey as I build my business can be super helpful for you and you feel like you have a friend, someone there standing there by your side because that is something that I did not 
have when I was getting started. I had all these people that were way up, way up on the top of the mountain, like I talked about in the first episode of Dramatic Dad. People who had already gotten there, talking down, saying, here's how I did it. Here's the blueprint, or here's the the course you can buy to do what I did. And that's fine. I've got nothing wrong with that. However, I never felt like I had anyone who was standing there with me at my level, just being my being my homie and and just really telling it to me like it is. And that's what I want to do right now for you, my friend out there, future entrepreneur, parent, and all around wonderful person that I know you are. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't. On to business. So my business, and I am putting my business firmly in air quotes, because even though I do operate as a business, I have made very little money at this point. The first revenue I ever made came from an affiliate sale through Amazon. Affiliate sales are when you put a special link on your website to a product or a service that people can buy. And anytime someone uses your link to make a purchase of a product that you recommend that you put a link to on your site, anytime someone makes a purchase, you get a commission. Affiliate programs, they, they vary widely as do the commissions. Amazon's affiliate program is really super accessible. It's easy to use, easy to get started, but the commissions, they're very, very low, relatively low. Uh, Given Amazon's wide selection of products, people can and do create entire businesses around Amazon affiliate sales through either high volume or by linking to big ticket items. If you're going to build a business strictly around Amazon affiliates, you've got to have, in my opinion, one of those two or a combination of those two things, either high volume or big ticket items that you're linking to. So my first income I ever received was an Amazon affiliate sale that paid me 15 cents. Yes, indeed. Somebody clicked on one of my links and Amazon shows you in your in your little dashboard when you're an Amazon affiliate, it shows you what the customer purchased that earned you that commission. And the person didn't even buy the product that I had featured on my website. They ended up buying something totally different. But because this individual accessed Amazon through my affiliate link and made a purchase, I got a little something. In this case, I got 15 little somethings. My biggest source of revenue at this point, and I'm very grateful for this, is the Family Travel Association because they paid me, they have paid me to produce and host their official podcast, which we called Family Travel Radio. When we agreed to launch Family Travel Radio last year, we made an agreement that they would pay me $1,500 to produce 10 episodes. So $150 per episode, essentially, if you break it down, which is nice. It sounds nice, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot, a lot, a lot of work to produce a decent podcast, especially when you're representing a corporate entity, which I was in this case. I went through even extra extra special measures to make sure the editing was really tight and making sure that I was having real good interaction with the guests and making sure that they were happy and that everyone was getting what they needed. So that was a lot of work and $150 an episode. I like to talk about it in terms of episodes rather than in terms of hours because $150 an episode translated into how many hours actually spent working on these episodes. Minimum wage, if I'm lucky. 
So I want to be totally transparent about that. And that's really, again, just setting the tone of transparency on this podcast, letting you know what's working, what I've got going on. So I don't give this illusion that I've, that I'm this bigger, more important, more successful entrepreneur than I actually am. The biggest reason I haven't generated more revenue is that I haven't really offered much in terms of products and services. And what I have offered has been small potatoes, things like the Amazon affiliates. Of course, I would have liked to have generated more revenue, duh. But there were certain things that I chose to focus on during that first year and a half. Things that I thought would have a better payoff in the long run. Because the way I saw it, the most meaningful use of my time during that first year, when I was just getting started, was informing relationships. Because not only did I have no podcasting experience, I also had no network, no network of people in any industry, much less the travel industry, which is the industry that I was looking to get into. The past year and a half has brought me some incredible opportunities. Now, these opportunities rarely came with a paycheck attached, but thinking about it from the perspective of someone who's just getting started, the things that happened to me in the first year and a half were kind of a big deal, considering that I started from absolute square one with no personal network, or at least not a meaningful personal network in the industry that I was looking to get into. And these opportunities that came my way during that first year, speaking engagements, for example, I got invited to speak in Bermuda at the Family Travel Association Summit. I got invited to speak at the New York Times Travel Show. I gave two talks on consecutive days at the New York Times Travel Show. I've gotten to interview so many people that I never would have been able to connect with on my own, all because of this network that I built. Just to recap, not a single one of these opportunities that came my way in the first year, year and a half, none of those opportunities came as the result of a relationship that had existed prior to last year. I put a really hard focus on building and maintaining relationships with people in the travel industry and with successful entrepreneurs across a variety of industries, people that I could learn from and help me to develop my mindset and my new ideas. Now, this is one of those lessons that I really, really want to hammer home to my fellow parents. I really want you to understand this. And I also want my children to understand this. And I hope you can also demonstrate this for your kids, this networking principle, because they don't teach networking in school. And I think that's why so many of us, myself included until recently, have this negative view of networking, that somehow it's slimy and it's icky, ew, networking. In my experience, networking doesn't have to be, in fact, it shouldn't be slimy or icky. Now, in in future episodes, I'm going to dive deeper into several of my most effective networking and relationship building tactics. And trust me, there's no voodoo magic behind any of them. There are things that we all can do. I've said this before. I'll say it again. If it's something I can do, it's something you can do. So networking is going to be a part of this show because it's been so powerful for me. I've learned a lot. And without the networking skills that I've developed over the last 18 months, I don't think I would have ever gotten off the ground with my podcast or on this entrepreneurial journey. So networking, 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 my friend, is going to be a big focus on this podcast going forward. So don't get me wrong. A lack of revenue is a problem. But Maybe I'm just pulling out the rose-colored glasses here, but I did find that there was an upside to not having a lot of revenue in the beginning. And that upside is that it forced me to get creative. And over time, 
over the last year, year and a half, I have developed a bunch of systems and tools that have allowed me to do literally everything, everything in my business. Every podcast that you listen to, starting from day one, whether it's Dramatic Travels, Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs, or Family Travel Radio, I have done everything for every one of those podcast episodes, connecting with the guests, editing the episodes, performing the interviews, doing the research, getting the content up for the web, designing the the images that go along with the web content, uploading the media so that they can get out into Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify. That was all me. Every single effort that went into those podcasts was my effort. So I had to get creative. So developing these tools, developing these systems, took a lot of iterations, which is really just a fancy way of saying it took a ton of time and I made a lot of mistakes. But a year and a half later, I've got a lot of tools, a lot of systems that make life easier and don't cost me a dime. And these types of tools, this is a great example of the value that this podcast is going to bring you over time. Because I spent loads and loads of time figuring out ways to solve my biggest problems without spending much money. And now through this podcast, And through my website, through my blog, videos, by any means necessary, I'm going to show you each of these tools and these systems so that you can hit the ground running and not have to fight quite so hard through that initial struggle. And this will apply whether you want to start a podcast or a blog or a YouTube channel or just any other creative venture. I'm not going to focus just on podcasting because I see that as just one one means of communicating and sharing your message with the world. It's the one that I chose. It's the one that made sense for me, but there are a lot of ways to share your message. And I think there are some real universal truths, universal lessons that apply from my journey that I can share with you. And in fact, I can't wait to share them with you. You're going to have your own unique struggles. And again, I told you this before, I'll say it again. I encourage you to document your process for overcoming the struggles. So someday you can turn around Do what I'm doing. Help the people that are coming up behind you. It's a great way to live. It's incredibly gratifying. And in future episodes, just like I'm going to share my specific strategies and tactics when it comes to networking, I'm also going to get very specific into the tools and more of the tactics that help me get off the ground without breaking the bank. Things like Things like creating custom graphics using just your phone and free software, creating workflows that make sense, that help me accomplish a lot in a short amount of time, and using spreadsheets for planning and organizing content. Are you a spreadsheet geek? I am, and I am not ashamed to admit it. One of my biggest goals going forward, and one of the ways I see myself growing my business, it all depends on my podcast audience, Family Travel Radio and Dramatic Dad. By growing My audiences, folks that are listening on the other end when I put out a podcast episode, by growing that audience, that is going to have a big impact on my business. And one of my one of the ways that I see myself really, really making an impact and growing my audience is by being creative, being innovative, creating podcasts that are unique and different and not quite like anything else you have on that infinite dial of podcasts. And one thing I put together for Family Travel Radio, and I'm going to share it with you now on Dramatic Dad. It's just a great example of something that I poured my heart and soul into to try to make my mark and grow that podcast and work towards making it something that I get to do all the time. Again, this is one of those great opportunities I had because of my podcast, because of my network. I got to take my family to Great Britain for eight days last month. And No one asked me explicitly to create podcast content, but 
I knew going into that trip that I wanted to create a podcast series for Family Travel Radio that was all about my experience, the things that I learned when I was traveling with my kids overseas for the first time. Traveling is a big deal to me. Taking my kids, showing them the world is at the core of who I am. So I wanted to create content that reflected that. I think I hit the mark. I think I am very, I'm at least very pleased with uh, with the first go round. I'd like to do it again. I hope to do it again. In fact, I want to share with you exactly what it was I created because there was no one else but me behind the creation of this content, of this material. And that's liberating and it's terrifying and it's exhausting when you don't really feel like you have a whole lot of direction or support. You're just creating something that you hope people are going to like. So for what it's worth, I'm going to share. I've got five episodes. I'm just going to put them all right here in the Dramatic Dad feed. If you're into travel, especially family travel, I think you're really going to enjoy it. And if not, think about it from the perspective of what you can learn from my process of creating this content, literally from nothing, just taking a trip with my family, starting at absolute zero and creating five days worth of podcast content to hopefully educate and entertain because that's what I'm all about, my friend. Okay, let's wrap this episode up here. There's a lot more to cover. One thing that I haven't talked about yet that is going to be a big part of my business going forward, hopefully, is taking it to the streets or taking it to the stage at least. Public speaking is something I enjoy. I know that I have a message that resonates with people, especially with parents, and I am at square one of building a speaking resume and really getting out there and earning a living on the stage talking about entrepreneurship as a parent and about family travel. So I'm going to get into that in the next episode, episode four of Dramatic Dad. See you then.